0: Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David.
1: And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths.
0: This progressive podcast came for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. All right. So let me start out. Uh, Welcome everybody to Divorce Devil episode 91. 901 from 100.
1: Wow. Get excited. Yes.
0: Uh, we have Lisa Lane on the show from uh, from where?
1: How what? to build a sex <laughs> a sex room, right? No, okay. That's,
0: that's episode that's eight, come on. <laughs> episode eight, come on. You gotta have episode. <laughs> oh,
1: sorry. Just get a Why don't we let through
0: one through seven? I mean, Dave, stop yes. talking. Could
1: yes. you stop talking, yes. me, please? I'm so we have the excited. For a reason. Yes. Could you please
2: stop talking? All right. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's so true. I'm now episode eight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm from. Most recently, how to build a sex room. Thank you, Netflix. Can you imagine? Okay, true story. And I've been—I'm a stand-up comedian. I've been telling this story on on the mic uh, for real. When I signed up for the show, you guys, it was called Sacred Rooms. Sacred Rooms. <laughs> it's on the contract through the whole thing. It, you know, like a church. Yes. You know, like a like a show your mother could watch. Yes. They they named it at the very last minute. My very last interview. This was, I mean, um, almost two years ago. I, I signed wow. up. Wow. I call uh, um answered the call for this show. They were looking for Oh yeah, they were looking for Colorado homeowners who wanted to make their bedrooms sexier. sacred no, sacred. Okay, so <laughs> it's clear.
1: If it, if they kept the name, I absolutely probably I know, I wouldn't have watched it until someone 100%. said, "Hey, it's not yep. the same thing." 100%. Just because I'm I'm dealing with a lot of um more religious things that i'm trying Uh to figure out my own world and post-divorce and what i was trained to do Uh you know super catholic mom and an atheist protestant dad i'm not sure um so yeah i just i'm trying to figure it out so i'm glad they changed it and i'm glad um my girlfriend kelly um said you got to watch this show and then Dave's like oh my god you have to watch this show same day they're like you're gonna love it so
2: yep um and how did you 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 find that great title they there was an audition call for colorado homeowners who wanted to make their bedroom sexier like mm-hmm. i said and i was like all right uh netflix i could use some help i guess i'm single i'm out there do you know my bedroom's pretty dope as it is but sure okay and so signed up for it again like almost two years ago and and you're right it's a great title because people watch it it was top 10 on netflix the first week in july and i well speaking of sacred things i um One of my past lives is I taught Catholic high school. So I, (laughs) when this, when this, when this show came out, I really felt like I'm, I'm just not going to say anything. I don't want my mom. I have two grown sons. They're in their twenties. They don't, they do not live with me anymore, but still, you know, like ah, how to build a sex room. Jesus. Uh, I thought I might just kind of keep it quiet and it was actually my former students, with the biggest <laughs> population <laughs> of people <laughs> reaching out <laughs> to me <laughs> and going and going, bitch, you're all over TikTok. Like, oh, I mean, that's what it's about, making know. TikTok, right? You know. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm proud of myself. I hadn't even I done the TikTok. I made jokes about it, it doesn't matter. So anyway, wow. I, we didn't wow. to be Welcome to Divorce Devil Podcast. This is, is how our life goes. Yeah. Two so, things, Lisa. <laughs> right
0: two things, Lisa. I'm a Jesuit high school grad. So I know what you're talking about, and I watched episode eight, reviewed it last night with my with my thirty year old daughter. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting
2: and i've I, I, like i said it truly has been younger people and isn't it interesting their generation is so much less phased by it than. oh yeah me. oh yeah they oh, are yeah. not phased including my sons i mean it is funny now and now it is a source of jokes uh when my son comes home and you know when he <laughs> comes and stays with me this is where my they stay in what 21. i now call the escape room um and you know to have your 23 year old kid coming up mom Level. is that supposed is to be we- anal beads yeah, George, it is supposed to be anal beads, and how and do you know about? End. I don't. Yeah, no. Anyway, so <laughs> David, a lot of what people are you have, doing? <laughs>
0: don't worry about me. A lot of people
2: have watched it with their kids. And, oh yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's a
0: family show.
2: It's a family show. Yes. maybe not for my family. No, I my children's friends are all watching it. That's it's awesome. That. Yeah. Like, look right, what you're right. doing. You're
1: empowering the younger right. generation, and a lot of times that generational gap is where we um you lose. Connections and stuff. So look at the look at the new audience that you're. David, what are you doing? Okay, so Lisa, you don't understand. So David starts making things pop up on my computer, and I'm a squirrel. Like I'm like, what is happening? Why is there music? And what is over here? And why is there a picture of a volcano?
2: I don't know. So then or I'm you like, send a pictures of the fountain to people. Can I be in that chat? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that's want, that's the one with
0: the anal beads fountain. I mean, if you're yes. going to put
2: pictures up, make sure they're <laughs> naked,
1: like Channing Tatum. Like, what is happening? I'm like, Pike's Peak Floral Design. Okay. okay.
0: Anyway, on to better better no. subjects here.
1: Oh, I have a question.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: What does your neighbor <laughs> think oh, yes. of your new <laughs> privacy garden wall? Okay, so here's the thing. My neighbor who is in the show, I was on camera, again, you have to remember, for 20 hours of filming and interviewing. Two of my friends were completely cut out, cutting room floor, but Donna, the next-door neighbor made. Oh, yeah, man, she's
0: hot. She is so hot.
2: She's adorable. She is an inspiration to me. This woman is – well, I guess I shouldn't say her age publicly, but she's – you know. Unbelievable inspiration. She is out there hauling bricks in a hand truck half the mornings <laughs> of my life. Like, I'm um, anyway, she's a badass. I really enjoy done it. The truth is, she is a wonderful neighbor, and they did in the show. I, I liked the treatment of it. It was a great storyline that I have this neighbor back there, and I do have full access, and I chose not to. Put a bigger fence between us because she's a great neighbor. She yep. looks out. I live in a kind of rough neighborhood in Denver. That's the truth. Thank God they didn't show that. Um, but it's pretty. It's it's a pretty rough neighborhood, and Donna has been. A wonderful neighbor and i think they i just said to them please do not make her look bad you know and so she was adorable and she was oh i loved her i'm like we saw like glimpses of her
1: i'm like wait what happened
2: to the neighbor like i know it i know it. and she was the first person to see the room is the the reveal true yeah that's true i did they did a beautiful job of making it because it was a big part of my life for two years almost and a big part of my whole last summer was this construction you know going on in my Mm -hmm. backyard so they did a wonderful job of making it convertible so that truly yes there are pictures of dicks everywhere but that's kind of my aesthetic my whole life my children are used to that <laughs> yeah. It's it's a celebration of the human figure yeah. Um so I could take down the sex swing is my point and take down some of the 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 things that were truly more Shocking to look at and like, but right that's okay. Over. We want that, kind and of and you could throw a party. No, yeah,
0: yeah, you could throw a party and for and the I'm neighbors, do, and
2: I throw a party. Yeah. Right, that's exactly right. I mean, the thing everybody asks about the most. I have done a lot of work in the room. There were a lot of things that needed to. A lot of it was made for television and needed yeah, yeah. to be adapted to be more comfortable. <clears throat> but, the, but the star piece that will never leave is that coffee table. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I, I like, love the like, coffee table. Some ass prints carved into it. Hell yeah, yeah. Dang. I mean that. That's amazing.
0: There ain't no squeaking. <laughs> No squeaking at all.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, that's like right, none. getting wood, right? It's,
1: it's getting, <laughs> really?
2: Really? Oh, seriously. Wood. Oh, David, you metaphors. know I'm quick. Damn. I'm quick. <laughs> the metaphors here are, are plentiful. And and spoiler alert, because it has been a long time. I mean, it was over a year ago that this room was revealed to me, right? And then I had <laughs> to be – I was on an NDA for over a year. Yeah. Yes. Wow.
0: So over a out. year?
2: Uh-huh. But speaking wow. of divorce recovery – I am also recently newly married. I got married again. What? <laughs> Spoiler alert. So the sex room worked. It worked. That's one
0: day. Wait, wait, wait. One dick?
2: That's it. Right. One dick. One dick. But she has all the ones that
1: you can plug in in the battery, so exactly. don't forget about the secret wall.
2: No, one one. D- and listen. And listen, they found me and they liked me because that was my material after getting divorced. Yeah. Being a stand up comedian. That's what I did as I talked about being because, yeah. as you know, this is, this is the, the, the heart of our conversation is I, if I don't laugh, I'll cry, right? Being oh, yeah. divorced was yep. Anxiety producing and so, so sad. But I, I channeled it as I do most things into trying to make jokes about it. And boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, dating. Is sure funny in our fifties. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: We always talk about the unsolicited dick pics.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, Dating please apps stop. And all that stuff. Stop, I mean, guys. I, please stop. I know. No, now exactly. And I talk about it in terms of raising my own two sons. Like you d- don't don't, don't do send that. a dick pic. You can't do it. We don't want to see it. And we I, and that's what I say about my shiny new husband. Is I don't. He's never once sent me a picture of his dick, and it's my favorite dick. Now I do have him. <laughs> <laughs> I do have him send me solicited pictures. Oh of yeah, in our mortgage every month. Yes. <laughs> that. hell yeah. Mm, that is my kink. That
0: is all. So, Duh. Mm, well, congratulations. Daddy.
2: So let's let's see oh, yeah, the sex room works.
1: That's we're, gonna, we're gonna
0: we're going be here for every time uh, about okay, sex room. Okay, so rooms. no,
1: I this is this is all fun for me. So the first time, look at my. Okay, people that are only listening to us, you have to watch YouTube because my eyes when I like, get oh, excited, I get really big. It's okay. like a twinkie. Yay! <laughs> so what did you when you first brought him to the sex room? What was his
2: um truth is, I mean I should write a better story to this because that was part of their narrative is like what yeah. would you want your lover to, how would you want his eyes to light up when he sees this? But the truth is they wrote him out of the show. Netflix knew about him. He was he was part of my life and we were hot and heavy while all of while the construction okay. was gotcha. happening. So okay. They knew about him. So he him, was in consideration. Went, yeah. Yeah, 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 kind of. kind of Uh, yeah, the truth and the truth is it has been amazing and a fun place to play. And, and a lot of what I talked about that didn't make the show. And I I like the the story they told, right? It all makes sense. Yeah. But I kept saying, God, you know, I do, I was just so worried about this image I was going to put out there. What am I doing? And, um, I kept saying, there's a level of safety that I don't, you know, I don't want young people to just go, I mean, those of us in our middle age—we've had our whole phase after our divorce. It's different than if you're 25. <laughs> I know. I loved it. Rachel, yeah. I mean, loved it. That's I'm girl. That. I'm girl. A Dick joke all day long. I was just like, Mm-mm-mm. and I was. I was. I was putting in good numbers. I was having fun. <laughs> um, putting up, putting up some numbers. I think that's what they said. you say whatever say. you want. This she is was, a She
0: was serial dating.
2: Yeah.
1: Serial Cereal dating is dating. men. Yeah. Hope phase is girls. Serial okay. dating yeah. is men. Okay. Hope phase yeah. girls.
2: Well, and you know what? When I met Joe, my shiny new husband, he, I talked about those were my years of living sluttily because you kind of have to know where I've been coming from. And he was great. He's like, I don't, I don't like it when you say slutty. We get it. No slut shaming. So now I call it my years of liberation. Mm. Yes. Liberation. Anyway, yeah. the truth is experimenting in this very room right here, having a partner now- and it is funny because at 53, my God, this is not as cute as it used to be, you know. But having a partner I love and trust and have amazing communication Whoa. with about sex and everything. Are you kidding me? This room has been amazing. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, it's 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 also for, I mean, I say like relationship goals about it now, you know. But like what a great thing to have and to make a big important part of our lives. Like that's but, our sex room. Again, it's also our watching Ted Lasso room and <laughs> yeah. it's. Yeah. Where my kids stay when they come over. Believe. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We believed and we, and we got it. Yeah. It happened for us. I mean, I never thought that would happen again. I never expected. So the truth is, I have not been really, truly single and just liberating it up in the sex room, but it has been an amazing, truly amazing. And, and I mean, I come off looking more clueless in that episode than maybe I am, but not really, man. When no, no. I became, when I turned 50, And went out there, I mean, I say it and I want to okay boomer myself when I say this, but one of my lines is like, I hadn't been on the market since Seinfeld was on the air. So I had no idea what's going on out here, all of it, right? So exploring and and expanding and all of the toys and all the stuff she gave me, amazing. But oh my God, what I didn't guess was ever going to happen again is that I'm doing it with a new partner and everything I learned from being married for 22 years yeah. and then being divorced um, yeah. for several was important to having, like, honestly, there's hope ahead. Because if it can happen for me, man, I was, when I started that Rebuilders class, I was so cynical. I mentioned it on the show and I was so sad and, and really felt like, don't touch me. I did not want to yeah. be yeah. touched.
1: I think I think we go through that too because, like, I've, I've talked about on the show before about not feeling desirable, Because I was in my marriage for 24 years. The last time I was in the dating pool was 1994. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I didn't know what I liked. I was a kid. I was 20 when I met my ex. And, you know, going through the, I don't want to say mundane. I have three beautiful children. We had a Mm -hmm. life together. It was good until it wasn't. Um,
2: David, are you serious? That's hilarious. Hey, she's drinking
0: on the air. Come on, she's drinking water on the air.
2: Thing. Huh. I just drank water, yeah. but but that straw was that a straw noise? Yes. The people with that misophonia, you know, who uh, are worried about oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop it. that. <laughs> <laughs> At the a thing on TikTok too, where they make weird noises. I'm like, yeah.
1: I'm I like, know. what are they doing No. So yeah, I'm not feeling desirable. Feeling like you're you are the baggage because you're you know you were either dumped or you left for some reason. What? Why wasn't I good enough to be in that marriage? Still um, trying to like. Finding your whole phase is fun, but it's a lot of work, and mm-hmm. it's, I think my confidence level was so low that, like, whatever happened, happened, and then when I found my confidence, I was like, girl, I got a breakfast, yeah. lunch, and dinner date. What's yeah. going on? That's- oh, you want, okay, yeah, sure, nah, we're not, this is no good, and trying to feel your way through the dating and all that stuff since, you know, the nineties somethings Um it's, it's, there's so much more to do and it's accepted and, you know, toys, if you've ever seen a toys from like back in the day, they were plugged up to the wall and you needed like a, an extension cord, all this stuff. So just figuring out what you liked and who you liked, because your personality is different. Like when I first started dating, it was like anything that reminded me of my ex was a no, you could be a great person, but nope, sorry. And you had to go through that whole phase, selfish phase. And I mean, like.
2: Yeah. I remember saying early on, uh, one of the things I realized, and I didn't, I said it on a podcast I was doing at the time, and I didn't realize how how profound it was. I just went, you know what? It's the least attractive quality to me. Anybody who needs to be taken care of oh. in any way. Like, ugh. And now- Yes, uh, winner. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> I, I just, ugh. But also, I had raised two children. Take I had some just, money, baby. Uh, <laughs> and it, but, but it's just so interesting now because- I am married again, and that's not, that's no small thing. Boy, oh boy, entering into that is a big deal yep. after yeah. failing, right? But I want to take care of this man, and oh boy, does he take care of me. But I mean, it's so funny that, like, that was my knee jerk response is like, nobody need anything for me. This is about me. Oh, yeah, selfish, self care, self love, self care, self care. I remember those early days of taking that recovery class we had pledged to do a self-care activity every day and sometimes, right. It was just like, uh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll take a bath. Yeah. Uh, you know? And then the truth is comedy became comedy, became my boyfriend. Stand up comedy was my boyfriend during the days and years after my divorce. In 2019, I did 500 open mics and since wow. then, yeah. And, and yeah. And that doesn't have to be my life anymore. Thank God, because now I don't have to do five open mics a night and I get, Fun shows and whatever, but I used to say comedy is my boyfriend because there's this open mic scene out there, it's a place to go and literally be seen and heard. You know, um, I mean, you might have to fight for it if it's a drunken bar at one o'clock in the morning, it's not easy, but but <laughs> in Denver, I have the freaking microphone, yeah, right, yeah, and um, and knowing and getting that attention, honestly, getting attention yeah. from, yep, and and dressing up. And I mean, my my persona on stage is dressed up I, I don't ever go in schlubby clothes so yeah. I got the attention that I wanted. I mean there was a big point moment when I would talk to my friends like, "Okay, okay, I'm not I'm not doing this I'm doing this to get better. I'm not doing this to get dates, right?" Cuz, "Oh no, there's this hot guy at the bar and he just told me he's divorced. Oh god, if he heard my dick jokes, I could for sure take him home." Um and it's like, "Okay. <laughs> it's like you're not doing uh-huh. jokes <laughs> to I mean get dates. I think but I ha- used to be- Yeah, go ahead. Well, it used to be back in the day they said if you want weed in the parking lot after the show talk about make jokes about weed, about weed or cocaine yep. or whatever and it does it does track that if you want dick in dick the parking, in the parking lot yes talk about that's going to
0: be the, the title day. of this this podcast dick, dick, dick in, in the parking, in
2: the parking lot. lot the subtitle is dick in the parking
0: lot alright ladies also, let me let me let me break up this soiree here oh, damn you're you guys can still? talk about it dick, all are here
1: I didn't know that <laughs> So
0: so our topic today on the podcast we are doing a podcast right yeah oh, yeah. our topic sure. today is uh, laughter In terms of divorce, uh, pre, during and after. So let's, let's talk about pre divorce. You know, before you got divorced, where was the laughter? It was a joke. Or was there laughter?
2: (laughs) 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 Um, my instinct was, has always been to, find the funny when things are hard. Mm-hmm. Uh I I would I mean I I was a constant while I was married and unhappy. I was a, the kind of person who would constantly tell myself choose joy, choose joy, you know, find the funny, don't get bitter, get better. That was a big mantra of mine t- t- it is to this <clears throat> day. Um so I would try to find it and I I started doing stand-up comedy when I was still married in in, in the later years of my marriage because I wrote a couple of books about parenting teenagers and they, and then I was doing presentations for parents and I realized these are borderline funny. They're not comedy, but because they're full of a lot of valuable material, but in a girlfriend to girlfriend kind of way. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a, it, it's a serious, one of them is a serious book where I did a lot of research about parenting teenagers, not what I did. It's about what I observed in my classroom and, and in other people and based on research. And then the other one is called, um, teenagers suck and it's a joke baby book it's like instead of baby's first step it's baby's first misdemeanor <laughs> <laughs> i was that's <fast laughs> on being in a catholic high school right <laughs> uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. oh 100% it's all about my former students absolutely yeah. uh, so i i I I, st- I I was starting to find the funny in the parenting and the family life but i also was very careful i started doing stand up comedy for that reason i could practice my material there's you know in denver colorado it's a huge scene i just went there's there's three mics a night where i can just go and literally there were there are people who listen to me do five minutes of material and i was trying to find the funny and the parenting and the parenting of teenagers and all of that but i was very careful at that time i was always clean uh my ex did not love it did not love Mm, it's one of those funny things, right? Like I'm so big and public and loud and always have been a performer of one kind or another, but it was like that, that made him uneasy. It's what attracted him, but made him uneasy, you know? Yeah. So anyway, when I would go, I would go out very, very seldom and I would try to find the funny in parenting teenagers, but I was clean and I, I didn't get to do it very much. I mean, I had teenagers at home, not really appropriate to do 500 open mics. Like I did, when when we became empty nesters, and we did that thing where we became empty nesters, and like the, <laughs> practically the next day, we were like, "Yeah, done, out." Okay, didn't, wow. didn't didn't see it coming. Did not see that coming. But and we can talk all day about when it could have should have happened, whatever. But I mean, just funny that that very typical story. It's like, okay, kids are gone now. So anyway, that the laughter in my marriage was was me always desperately trying to. Find the funny because that's my, that's how I survive. That's my Mm -hmm. survival technique. And, and it is always a way of, of maintaining hope. I remember my therapist said to me three months before we had the final, no, this is it. I'm not coming home tonight. Yeah my therapist said, you still have hope for this marriage. And I said, I still have hope. I I, I didn't, you you know, you you work so hard. So one of the ways that I find hope is to try to see what's funny about it. So that's where, that's where the laughter was. I also raised, we raised a couple of pretty funny kids, which is helpful. They didn't, they, they didn't like it when I was when they were teenagers, they didn't like having a funny and big mom, but, uh, actually now at college, I actually think that having a mom who is on how to build a sex room gives them some street cred. Hell yeah. <laughs> Duh. I hell to, yeah? yeah. And I've written my younger senses, things like mom, my teammates, uh, they found out you do stand up comedy and they're like, no way. And he'll go, yeah, I can prove it if I have to. They, so I think now it's becoming something they're kind of proud of because comedy, yeah. why not? Right. Yeah. But, um, but, but, and I wasn't, I always got in trouble as a child being funny, being funny, didn't do me any good. And in my marriage, it didn't particularly do me any good. And that kind of attention didn't, didn't do me good. So then, like I said, after I got divorced and as I was going through the rebuilders class, the divorce recovery class, I started leaning into open mics. And like I was saying, stand up comedy became my boyfriend. Here is somebody who's Always happy to see me. I always have a place to go and be seen and heard, but doesn't really give me any shit if I don't show up. You know what? If I were to take a night off and sleep, whatever, yeah, that boyfriend doesn't care. And I go out and I work these demons out and I find the laughter, and it's totally anxiety producing, but I was already so anxious for the past decade of being unhappily married, right? That it was like, Mm -hmm. this is someplace to put my anxiety. And then every night I come home and I sleep better. And I learned a lot about myself tonight. Great boyfriend. Yeah. So laughing and making other people laugh became my boyfriend and constant companion during the year or two after getting a divorce to the point that because then the jokes got so funny. <laughs> and then once I wasn't sort of shackled by anybody else's motherfucking opinion, oh, my God, I just let open me. It I, I, uh, oh, open, open it up. Oh, open it up. Bam. I mean, it was you guys. I mean, it was like now I'm telling dick jokes and like my former priest <laughs> is there or kids that my my kids are old. <laughs> right? Their friends, their friends come to clubs. Their friends come after. in Colorado Springs one time. No kidding. I did four shows that weekend. So final show, feeling great. This young man comes up. Hey, you're really funny. Thanks. Yeah. Uh He goes. I don't know if you remember, but I went to middle school with your older son. I was like, oh fuck. I didn't think, <laughs> what can uh, you do? What true. can you do? Nothing. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. Hope, hope,
0: hope you enjoyed the there show.
2: It. Yeah. Hope you enjoy, and they do. So anyway, that's it. Really, it became. And I know that's not even that's not prescriptive because who else? I mean, open mics are out there for anybody. But that is a real twisted mind that finds that peaceful and and, and, and th- it helps with anxiety. But what can all of us do to find that laughter and that thing that brings us joy and that feels like in place of a boyfriend or a companion or a partner, I have this thing that I, I really worked mm-hmm. hard at, but it also made everybody laugh along the way. How fun.
1: So I have a question. I In my marriage, I would say something and then I would get Feedback. And it would always be like, Oh, I, I don't want anybody to be mad. So, Oh, it's a joke. Oh, it was funny. Oh, or I'm sarcastic. I'm so sarcastic. I'm, I've sometimes I don't even know if I'm being sarcastic. I'm just like, "Uh, I think it was, wait, maybe. Oh, yeah, I was being sarcastic. (laughs) And so, I. my release, like Dave and I have talked about is, was the podcast. I, we were a guest, my girlfriend and I were a guest on his podcast and we came out. I'm like, I need to do that. Like I think I healed in one podcast, what took me a year mm-hmm. to do otherwise because I've always said like, I'm an independent woman. Like I don't need anybody, but apparently I am codependent mm-hmm. and I didn't mm-hmm. realize how codependent I was on my ex being negative so that I could be positive. Or I was the oh, funny mom yeah. or the funny aunt or the funny whatever. And then when I didn't have it, I'm like, oh, I am actually just sad and need to laugh because I'm tired of crying. I don't know that I ha- I mean, David knows how much I cried in the beginning of this.
0: Well, not um, anymore. She's gotten better. And yeah.
1: I always like to say, you know, I'm from Jersey. Like, I gave no fucks. Like, I really did give fucks. I really mm-hmm. did care what people thought. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm going to say it. And I don't care the reaction, but I hope that you laugh. Or I hope that you get something out of it other than, you know, you don't have to be in a miserable state all the time because you're going through divorce. Yes, there's a lot of sad shit that happens and you realize. But, you know, finding funny, you know, like I said, David just did some weird things on the computer. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I, I can't pay attention. Or he makes my – voice funny. You know, shit like that. Oh, my that. God. I love that
2: so much. Don't you I've want heard to that carry on one, one <laughs> of those? Yes. You said that I on the like, last like, episode. I want- I'm like, love that. I love that. <laughs>
0: I need an auto to make a (laughs)
3: wish.
1: He's pretty good at getting the timing right, but you know, so so like, do you think that you had a funny, a different funny married? And at the end of your marriage, you said, you know, you got to your, your nitty gritty funny, but
2: yeah, was that a healing? That's that's such a great, that's such, that's such a great point that, that your, your positivity and your laughter is in defense to the negativity. And you know what? Now that you say that, that's, fascinating uh my mother is quite a negative person and I used to say that I kept a note uh, oh interesting <laughs> welcome um, to the club right? these are our new gang signs like, <laughs> right right and like we keep that list of like how you can turn yeah. something positive into something negative actually my new mother-in-law did it um recently sorry I'm bumping this mic um my m- new mother-in-law I was like that's fucking record right there I said oh it's such a nice day out there and she said yeah but how long is it gonna stay nice And I went. Okay, that's doing it. That's the ability to go negative. And my mom did it. So I think I probably cultivated this super, um, like aggressively happy and positive person personality in response to that. And then, yes, also similar with my ex. So that's interesting. It's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there, right? If I'm not bouncing off of negative energy around here, am I actually uh, funny? Yeah. Am I actually funny? That's interesting. And I, I think i did realize along the way because i lived when i got after i got divorced i bought my own little house and i mean i lived alone and i was quite alone and as much as i was out there in my years of liberation i didn't let people spend the night and i didn't like anyone like not even my girl cousin to spend the night i spent a lot of (laughs) time alone 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 and i and i kept saying i'm not lonely i'm a lot of things but i am not lonely and so part of it was figuring out that voice and you're that's an interesting thing do i still need to be funny if it's not in reaction to something else. And I did realize partly due to that awesome divorce class. um, I am not the kind of person necessarily that puts on, that uses laughter as a defense mechanism. It's not, it's not generally for me, like my mask, of course, sometimes it is if I'm awkward and, you know, small talk, but um, I'm just awkward like that. But, but some people do that, right? Like laughter is a defense mechanism and they go there in order to avoid Getting into something real, Mm -hmm. and I actually, and I actually don't think I'm like that. And and many comics are not not like that because in real life, I'm not that funny. You know, we're not that funny. We're pretty dark people, really. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's that's such a that's such an interesting thing. If there's no negative to be in relief to now, just because, just maybe sometimes there's just an abyss after divorce, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Then then what is it? And that's interesting. I, I definitely came came through it all with. No, being funny is something that I, I I love and cherish and respect in others. And, and it really does help me. It's also such a writing exercise. You know, it's the way to get in and finding what is funny about a thing is... is And writing comedy is very different than the guy on the street usually thinks. It yeah, makes. yeah. And believe me. Oh, yeah, no. After dating, every guy out there has a little joke I can use in my skit yeah. if I want. Well, each
1: experience you can, you know, <laughs> modify it to be funny. But mm-hmm. like I... I remember like I've talked about on the show too is I remember my daughter saying you lost your smile and your laugh. Ugh. So a lot of it was I smiled through it, but I'm a happy person. Generally, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I can get along with anything like at the pen, the pen I can get along with because mm-hmm. I make each, each experience my own now. But I know that like, you know, my ex, I say, you know, possibly bipolar. Um, things like that. Um, You know, so there was probably some mental stuff. My ex-mother-in-law is fucking crazy um having to deal with that. So anytime there was an argument, I would try to peacemake. And a lot of times that was yep. a joke on someone else's expense or like, oh yeah, you know, this happened or whatever. And I think I've gotten my funny back from talking about my Negative and getting all the negative out. And so, like, you know, I'm always – I always tell everybody, I'm like, yeah, I know, funny, whatever. You know, Uh I don't know that I have the courage to do an open mic. I mean, I might, but um, I think funny – David? Whoa. Is that you?
3: It's
0: David.
1: David always wrecked my speeches. Um, I think if you can find funny in, you know, an authentic funny – Mm-hmm. um it really is healing because like i just you know if you get that gut laugh that belly laugh for stupid shit
2: even um look how far you've come because it's the best because most days best. you want to cry right so yes and i love that finding it where wherever it can and i think a lot of people in grief uh, there's so much comedy out there now mm-hmm. and, and there's and it's people are aware of it you know mm-hmm. my my new man is actually a widower which by the way that's dope because I don't have to deal with the bitch ex-wife. Oh, yeah.
0: Like, oh, my God. Honestly. Heaven. If you don't
1: have anything Just nice to say, it. don't say anything
2: at all. Just, right. And, and we can – anyway. But he got through his grief. When I met him, he said, oh, my God, really? You're a comic. I love stand-up comedy. I went, mur, 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 all men say this. Yeah. And, yeah. Most, and most men who say that they like loud, funny women, I'm like, oh, okay. That, I eventually realized – I'll give you a week. That translates into, yeah, you have a complicated relationship with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so – I don't want to. <laughs> don't we all? Yes, up. we do. We've just learned but that. Yeah, all no, three of us did. Right, right. Yeah. And but different kind of funny. That that's so that's so interesting. Yeah, that kind of knee jerk, funny and making things funny. I actually, my ex did more of that than I did. Like he was the guy to like, like actually in the middle of the very difficult dinner where we sat our children down and said, this is it. This is the conversation we're having. We are getting a divorce. We will always be a family, but this is happening. Yeah. You know, made some stupid bullshit joke about it at first that just, <laughs> so I think I actually was less that kind of funny in our relationship because he was kind of like that and always <laughs> punny. You know, he
1: was funny. Uh,
2: there's a lot of funny, a lot of and just a lot of telling you how it is. You know, yeah. this is what makes something funny. Anyway, whatever. Narcissism so in, in, is great. In my <laughs> yeah. In my independent and it again, two way street cheese. I was so not perfect in is that. that yeah, no, either. we own our shit. Yep. And, so and my what, question.
0: Yeah, yeah. you guys are taking over the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's David, okay. You're still here? Yes, yes. David, you're still yes. here. So so my question, did you enlist funny or laughter? Um post divorce you know when you had to talk to him or when you had to see him oh. or okay okay
2: okay okay uh, i like your k i listened to that episode where you first said that no i'm more the k i'm more that sounds good thumbs uh-huh. up thank you no he sometimes still tries that tries to use the boss a, Yep. Little funny things, and um, <laughs> we're just gonna say why. <laughs> that's, that's, that's
0: when laughter does not work,
2: <laughs> bruh. 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 Recently, honestly, it's a, so who cares? It's a divorce podcast, right?
0: <laughs> yep, that's, that's what it is.
2: <laughs> I knew there was trouble in his current or most recent relationship, don't know, don't care, whatever. But I knew that something had, must have changed because he, he normally doesn't reach out much, and then there was an actual text like, Hey, literally. Motherfucker, this is what I got when I was dating, and you are canceled of my life if you do this to me. Hey, here's a little funny thing you could use in your set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want it <laughs> no nope. other comics can give me notes we give each other notes yeah. we give each other tags we work on it together absolutely you know, you're know, you not in the writing room with me bitch so no i got a text like i'm not kidding <laughs> you guys here's a little something you can use in your in your
0: he spirit. was he was reaching out that's all he was doing he, he was, was reaching out, out.
2: and i <gasps> and i basically went okay I, I i i basically <laughs> went thumbs up and actually, I it's actually the, said meh. you Emoji. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to actually critique the joke cause it was not a good <laughs> joke, joke and the premise couldn't work for me. It only works for him. So I, I actually 24 hours later and I know he noticed that time and I was like, whatever I said, seems like you should start going out to the mics because at one point, oh. wife, Damn. Well, right after oh. we, when we were, I mean, take she's it, already like, take it to the mic, man. You, should do, you should, Okay. When we, when we split up and, and there was a time there when we were quite amicable. Okay. Like he helped me move into this house and he was very proud of me for this house. So we were like being amicable. Um, but one of the things that he said to me during that time period was, well, you're really lucky because you have a place to go out and meet new people because you go out and do again, 500 open mics in a year right and i was like lucky do you say because guess what open that's open mic anybody can do it you could do it it's not lucky it's like adhd (laughs) i mean it's like mental uh, i have to go it's this compulsion to go it's scary it's scary to get up there and do even three minutes of your own material you know but so at one point he said to me you're lucky that you have that and i went okay a that's stupid and b go ahead have at it you're welcome it is literally open to the public so and i i would yeah so that's just yeah when he tries to be funny to me anyway no i really don't use a sense of humor with him um in the communication since divorce because done yes i do because he tries to and when he tries to he honestly just pisses me off um Mm. I don't know what that's yeah. like at all. Mm. I just keep it. You know, I love your K. K. Thumbs up, thank you. Uh, in fact, you guys recently, just very recently, this is, I mean, I am now married again, right? Like we have moved on and and he is has been in a long-term relationship with a woman who has lived with him. I don't know what's going on now. But I mean, so we should be so far past this. And we just had, I mean, in the past few weeks, and it was because our older son who lives abroad who lives in europe and so we haven't really seen him well we haven't seen him. he hasn't come to the states since my father's funeral um right before the pandemic did we just lose something i hear you there we go (laughs) sorry david David. (laughs) David, (laughs) David, really wow were you giving me a transformer i'm like
0: sleeping hold on here we go david hit
1: the button because he's not being included you know i
2: know sorry Sorry, David. David. david So this is about <laughs> this is about fathers. No, he re- he, he 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 spent twenty four to forty eight hours just making things very difficult for my son. And I went back like I had I had new anger toward this man that I was I didn't know was still in there because you know the number one thing yep. don't fuck with my kids don't mess with yeah, the so kids there, and there are a lot of times that I have had to or I have chosen to in communication after our divorce. I have, it has been so hard. There have been so many times when, um, and it's the opposite of what he expects. And if I had done this more during our marriage, we probably would have lasted longer where I just stop responding and I just go zen. And I, it's hard for me. I want to, I want to yell. I want to mm-hmm. fight. I want to go. Don't yep. you fuck with my kids. And instead I go silent and he knows, um, he knows. And, and eventually what? it gets worked out. So that like, that's, that's one of my, That's one of my communication techniques: is to just go, and because it's not going to help. And these are a product of your guys, you guys being
1: married, and you know. And so for him to make more stress, you're
2: like, dude,
1: like this is why we're not together, right? You know, so
2: yep and and the old me, truly, the me that he was married to, most regularly, my pattern was to engage I'll, you know, do something shitty, I will engage, whatever do something anything I will engage, I will engage, and I have learned and and that was part of what
1: yeah
2: what got yep. me out of the marriage was that there is so much power in just not engaging, yeah. Oh, and, yeah and I hate it, and there was so much anger, so there's a trip to therapy, you know, and there's a um but detaching from that and going okay i will f- I, if 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 there's something that I need to step in here and fix. <sighs> It'll be there in forty eight hours. I am literally going to go on like I'm not gonna answer. Just yep, mm-hmm.
1: just yep. And well,
0: on. my next one Violent. other than K is no, but thanks for asking.
2: That's oh, not I gonna work that. for
1: me today. That's, that's work I love today. that one. Oh, Dave's yeah. like that's not gonna work for me but today. Thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. Appreciate thanks it. Asking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. look how awesome it is to have such a supportive person in yep. your life now and you can see like I always talk about, you know Ups-
0: oh, the, oh, boom, oh busted. The
1: one who's calling right now. <laughs> Dude, you know I'm on a podcast, babe. Love you. Um, have a supportive, you know, now spouse. Um, that is just so cool. know that you are where you're meant to be. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure your laughter now is, you know, whether you're making fun oh. of the ex or whatever. But, oh. you know, just look look where you've where you've oh, come. And, and, and and yeah, you're, and, and you're literally
2: not. And so much of it is not making fun of the ex anymore. But that, that's the thing. Like meeting this man that I did not know. I, 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 I mean, it was crazy. We took a lot of therapy when I first met him because it was like, what's going on here? Um, I kept saying he checks off boxes. I didn't know I, I even had. Yeah. And, but, but the biggest one is absolute ability to communicate yeah. value in it. And, and he makes me laugh and I make him laugh. And the, this is, this is just a thing for a creative yeah. person, but. He's a writing partner for me. If I go, Hey, I want to write jokes. Well, uh, literally the famous one now is I had the premise. Hey, how is sucking a dick like eating a lobster for the first time? <laughs> Great premise. And I hope someday you get to hear my run. Oh, of jokes we are coming. We, you got to let us know oh, your yeah, dates. We are going it- to do a road trip. It's my signature uh, lo- lobster joke. Although lobster but would kill me. So let's sat down. That's the thing. If you have a shellfish allergy, this might be different for you. But dicks don't. Okay. My point is I'm with this new man. We're not married yet. But like, I go, hey, you know that premise that I said the other night on stage? I need to sit down and do you want to help me? Like sat down with me and he's next to me looking up facts about lobsters. I mean, he's a writing partner and can That's handle, cool. which my ex certainly could not do. Yeah. And this is, again, I mean, it's just such an interesting thing. Half of the time to this day, when I go up and tell jokes, unless I have half an hour to tell jokes, I have to decide, am I single? Am I married? Am I still out there, you know, yeah. on my single, are my kids in high school or are they 20? You know, I have to sort of pick a, pick a, pick a point of view. And Joe never knows what I'm gonna do beforehand. And he'll come and sit there and just loves it. Just can handle me telling these jokes and being that big and getting all of that kind of attention Yeah, and just happy to go home with me at the end of the night and isn't not only isn't bumped by it, like, like truly is not diminished by that. And that's hard. That's hard. I really just thought it's too hard. And the bigger I lean into, like, like I've said that a lot since getting divorced. I don't know Why? I don't know why I need all that attention. I don't know why. Because you, you didn't get it I'm in the marriage. But apro- I'm just done apologizing for it. Yeah. I mean, why are you such a show-off? Why are you always like that? I don't fucking know, and I'm done apologizing for it. And then mm-hmm. I meet this man who can, I mean, not only handle at First date, he said something like, you're too much. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that is those fighting words with me. Not really on our first date, but um, he said something about like being too much, and he was like, No, 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 I like it. You're a handful, but I got big hands. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> we know what that does. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly right. A big
0: hand has two fingers. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. we got batteries too. <laughs> And the two fingers. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you said. I got two fingers. That's mm, mm, the mm, part mm. of the sex drum show that freaks the people out the most. When I'm like, when I talk about masturbation like <laughs> that, like oh, I—that's like, what like, that was. Oh my god,
0: it have- makes sense,
2: <laughs> David. He's masturbation
0: like, yeah. wow what a concept he
2: likes oh. to be funny oh i have seen thrown men like whoa had to turn it off at that point what like, really really oh, come wow. on gentlemen you must suck in the bedroom if that's the yeah. nice case
0: for you or they it's don't suck in the bedroom that, yeah i mean if he has yeah. big hands right.
1: it might only be one finger Ooh,
0: depends. It depends. he's got a club hand <laughs> he's, he's got big palms I
2: I was telling, making jokes about Joe and I was talking about how I was making like sports references, which I kind of understand. Whatever I was talking about, he's a switch hitter. He's a switch hitter. I said, and I, at one point I, I was like, he can find my clit with both hands. And then I realized I had to say with either hand because with both hands makes it sound like I have like, like, like two hand hands in at once. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to need a hand over oh, here. <laughs> Every
1: word. You're going to have to help oh. me out. <laughs>
2: See, that's joke writing everywhere.
0: Boy, I can't matters. wait to go home. Oh, my God. Hey, we honey, are totally honey. going to
1: a show. This is like, I'm already Hold excited. still. Hold still. <laughs> what is those lobster claws? Wait. <laughs> lobster claws. <laughs> <Lobster> claw.
0: Great. <laughs> oh. right.
2: Way to bring it back. We call back. Oh. <laughs> that's You're so funny. You both live in the Springs? Yes. Yeah. I went to college in the Springs. Joe and I both did, but we didn't meet back then. Where? uh uh-huh. I went to Colorado College, and Joe is a graduate of the United States Air Force Academy.
3: Oh, dang!
2: Ooh, hey, hey. hey, hey, hey. nice. Tomorrow night we're going to um, something for his reunion um, from that institution, and it is so funny because when I was a CC hippie girl, I went to one academy dance, and I just acted like an asshole the entire time because I was nineteen year old, years old and like the fuck the man, you know, military <laughs> industrial complex, and so I was just an asshole. <laughs> I was at Colorado College, you know, wearing my Birkenstocks. And Yay. I was like, what? And that we talk about that a lot. Like, Girl, oh, I, I love
1: Manitou, is. by the way. Oh, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> Too many witches. I, Too listen, many witches.
2: There's so many witches. I was all about that when I was there. But that's the other thing, like late in life. And that, honestly, that's like hope for post-divorce, isn't it? Like, yep. we don't – we wouldn't have gotten along in our 20s. But we don't have to get along in those ways. And we are not raising children together. Yeah. And so it's like – uh, We're here for this amazing third chapter where we got each other at a pretty good point. But again, it took some work. That divorce yeah. recovery class, I took, yep. I cannot imagine where I would be without it, right? Yeah. I, I can't imagine. Well,
1: I remember that that whole phase of, whole phase too. <laughs> the, whole the whole phase whole, or whole phase? The whole, H, yeah. whole phase. Like W-H-O-L-E, whole phase of Nope, not getting a relationship, not doing that. Nope, you're, you, you chew funny, you do this. I'm picking things apart because I didn't know what I actually wanted or needed. And Mm -hmm. then when I started to figure out what I wanted, and then all of a sudden I'm like, nope, I'm done. Then Lance walks, comes in. I'm like, I'm like, why? What, what are you doing here that you weren't part of the plan? And now that he's the plan, um, I, I keep saying like, I, we've never had a fight. We've never had an argument. Cause we, like you what said, we talk. What a patient man. We, oh, he is. That right. Girl, girl. listen, listen, I'm going to give you a Maybe Linda. Like, I listen, Linda. Linda. I'm with her all time. I mean, and you know, I would get like with my ex, if I got a little louder than he liked, I'd get the arm rub. Like, calm down. It's okay. Like, why are you so yeah. loud? Like, nobody yeah, yeah, wants yeah. to hear. I'm like, Wait, we're hanging out with my friends, right? Like, my friends know who I am. My tribe knows what I like. My friend knows, you know, they know me better than you do, apparently. Because I like to be, sometimes I like attention. And in my new relationship, I'm like, I'll say to him, I go, I need attention. I don't know what, I don't know why, but I just need it. And he's like, okay, well, what do you need? Like, where my ex would be like, why are you so needy? And so, I I love the me now. I mean, I don't think I loved me in most of my marriage. And I think that's growing pains too. Like, you know, raising kids and starting a career and doing all the stuff. And living that, you know, like I said, my mom was definitely not the best. And trying to not be her but seeing some of her treats and like literally saying, I'm breaking the curse right now. That's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this anymore. We're not going to be that kind of parent, that kind of woman, that kind of whatever. Um, and the relationship now is – it's so easy. It's almost like – wow, is it really supposed to be this easy? Like, is it supposed to be this loving and this, you know, caring and, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing what the other person's love language is and all that stuff. So it's just a great place to be. And, you know, look at you. You're doing, you do comedy, you're writing, you books, you have this new man. Like, Mm -hmm. there's hope out there, people. There is hope. Like, find your niche. Find, it doesn't have to be comedy. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It doesn't have to, it could be just, Journaling or going for a hike or taking up biking or whatever it is. But you can see that there's three of us have learned to get an outlet or hobby or whatever it is. Well,
2: that's it. And I think it's like leaning into what, and then you get to decide for yourself for the first time in a long time what actually makes me happy. I used to say, like, at first when I lived alone, you know what I did for joy? I just loaded the dishwasher however the fuck I wanted.
1: (laughs) And I didn't rinse it
0: first.
2: Put the, put the put the cups
0: on the bottom rack.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fix
0: your ass. Put,
2: the dog you know, needs a bath. Uh, put the dog it in there. Because, right. It was, I mean, that is such a silly little thing, but that was true, right? I mean, honestly, becoming single for, and I lived alone at that point at age five zero for the first time in my very life. I had never lived alone. Yeah. And so it was literally like, what do I eat for breakfast? What side yep. of the bed do new I world. Eat on? Right. Yeah. But it was, I, I, I loved it and I loved getting to decide that and right and then it and then what bubbled up was no I'm going harder into comedy can you believe it because there were other things I also do pottery and I haven't done pottery for a couple of years now practically I mean ba- barely at all and I bought this house because I had to have this outbuilding for my pottery and I was just talking to Joe last night and I was like you know what I love it and I'm good at it and it was great but I lived with so much anxiety all the time that I was just trying to like be present to my family like I was on the premises, yeah. mm-hmm. but I was but I was knee deep in clay, or you know, arms deep in clay. I yeah. mean, it was like out of anxiety. It was like this. I just, I just have to create. I have to make. I have to because I was so frustrated with like, right? I mean, not being told my whole life, and then even by my partner, you're too big. You're too big. Plus, teenage boys they they hate their moms. I mean, yeah. I I, had, I felt like I had no one who was encouraging me to be my big authentic self self, yeah exactly right my authentic self and so i found these different outlets i mean i always say now like do i look like the kind of mother who tuned out from her family by tuning into a lot of true crime podcasts yeah uh, of course but (laughs) i mean there was a lot of that just like i was i was physically there but i was trying whatever and then like you're saying when you get out of it and 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 divorce feels like so many things including failure oh god i remember there's a word, failure. Right. And it was back to school time. And I would see like uh, family shopping for school supplies at Target with their little kids would make me break down. I mean, Mm -hmm. I couldn't, right. But then like you're saying to find whatever it is and you get to decide now what truly makes you happy. Do you want, do you want pepperoni on your pizza or not? And you just do it in small steps like that. And eventually for me, it was, yes, I'm going to lean into this performance side of me because there were other (laughs) things I was doing at the time. And, and that, and that involved, Comedy and performing. And I mean, I emcee and I do announcing and I do voiceover work and all of this. And then of course, just as I put all of my chips in on that, the world shut down. That was the only time that I had the holy shit, what did I do? Why did I get divorced? The only time I had that was yeah. March wow. April of 2020 where I went. Uh, at least I had security, you know, so yeah. then it was, and then it was a different kind of scramble as it was for all of us. And, um, yeah, anyway, so th- I, I put my, all my eggs into that basket of being a performer and going, Oh, I never thought we wouldn't get together in person again. But then as like, we all did, uh, we got out of it and I actually ended up, I mean, I paid my mortgage with comedy during 2020, which I never thought would happen because, I was able, I had the skills that I produced outdoor shows. I produced socially distanced shows and people were longing to do anything. And so it it, it all worked out. But yes. And then along the way, I I met Joe in the pandemic. And how did
1: you meet him? Dating app out in the field, out in the audience, taking the
2: parking lot. Oh, The
0: things you talk about dating app. Which one?
2: Dating. Which one? Uh, dating app. We met on Match, and Me too! we had and we had and he he had a really boring and terrible profile that would uh, that was interesting. It was so like I- innocuous. I just I wasn't that. Eh, I was like eh. we had like overly polite conversation for two weeks on the app. It was just like oh I'm bringing in my garden. Oh my mom has a garden. It was so boring, <laughs> and um <laughs> he was howling. <kind laughs> funny, yeah, he was, and and I also at that point I had finally decided that I could not tell men right when I met them what it is that I do because it was just that. Well, as a young comic, yep. boy, yeah. said, Lisa, the men who are attracted to women comedians are next level fucked up. <laughs>
3: yep.
2: So thank you. Um, so it took me a while. And then, like I said, when I did reveal well, that's the performing I do, when he said, oh, my God, I really love stand-up comedy, he meant it. He had he had used it like on the treadmill during his years of grief and recovery. And he, oh, wow. He watched comedy. So he introduced me to comics I, I didn't know. Anyway, it's, it was great. But yeah, of all the things, that damn dating app, I would not have predicted that.
0: And right. the damn phone, too. Yeah. He'll
2: Stop it.
1: That's my
2: daughter.
0: I, I was going to ask. She comes first. I, I was going to ask for parting words, but you've been all over that the past five minutes. So I don't think it. we need any my parting words. parting
1: words are, oh, my gosh, girl, I am so proud of you. <laughs> How long have you been divorced?
2: um officially let's see oh i just remembered uh, because the <laughs> day pa- well no the day passed in july 4 years ago was the day that we were done and the day passed in july and i didn't even think about it you know cuz the pr- yeah. first year second year it was like oh mm-hmm. that was the day it was the day i walked away and so four, 4 years ago and i mean honestly and and i know it sounds crazy that i am already remarried but we are both in our 50s and and like i said he he suddenly lost the love of his life um, too early. And so there's a little yeah. bit of like, you know what? What do we got to lose? Let's exactly. just make it happen. Yep. And it doesn't hurt that he has dope benefits. I feel like I just. Uh, yeah, dope benefits.
1: Playing with God. the buttons like
0: he buttons. does.
2: He's pushing the wrong I've buttons. I've got two
0: fingers hitting the buttons. Dude. Four no, fingers. I'm sorry. Two four
2: fingers. Those two fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, you know, the, the truth is that the mayor, I mean, I make jokes about it, but. I mean, there is that level of security about. I mean, sure, he has better benefits than I did, and you know what? In sickness and in health, at this age, feels hell like yeah, that, feels like a threat. Hell yeah, yeah. Just chicken with osteoporosis and gout. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> yay, <laughs> health insurance, <laughs> yay! <laughs>
0: well, we I mean, want to thank Lisa for talking thank with us. It was awesome. We will definitely have to do it again.
2: Yeah, you got to send your I think our next subject is going to be
0: going to be sex. And post divorce. Yeah, of cool.
2: course. Yes. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. It's interesting. Um, yeah, I'll send, I'll keep in touch. I've got your email. Yeah. So I'll send you my shows now. You yes,
0: definitely. We want to do some shows. Come up for dinner and, and we're a gonna show. Like, yeah. we going to hang show. out. Dinner and a dinner show. Dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the, the viewers, your viewing audience, can, of course, watch episode eight on the finale, folks. And that, I want to say, uh, I learned a lot of things thanks to Melanie and the Sex Room Show. But the biggest thing I learned. Was what this face looks like in high definition, okay? (laughs) Oh my God, you're fabulous. You are so fabulous. You Fine. Sexy. I I keep calling her the Mary Poppins for adults.
1: She's like that nanny who used to. She's like pull stuff out of her bag. She goes, No, 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 no. No, No,
0: she's the nanny that used to come on TV 10 years ago and fix your kids. Remember the nanny would come to your house? Oh, yeah. So she's like the Mary Poppins
1: mix. I mean, the bag where she
2: just starts, here's a dildo, here's a whip. Here's this. 1, You're like, mm, yeah, I hate 1, that. No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, wasn't it so funny? I know, I know. And then I love that I actually, and that was legit. And they kept it in where I actually like made her kind of go, oh my god, when she said, do you, "What do you think about sex toys?" And she's there with her bag, and she's going to educate me. And I yep. went,
0: oh, nah. "I like
2: them. I like a real dick.
0: Yeah, real. Like, yeah, oh yeah. My
2: god. Real. Yeah. Still prefer the real dick." Oh, absolutely! But some of these toys are amazing. I can't say that. Oh, the sucker one. <laughs> I can't. I'm not say. telling. I've had
1: experience, but the sucker one, the best, y'all the best. need That's the best. to. Yeah.
0: Best. yeah. You gotta yes. get the natural stuff. I feel like a natural man.
1: I mean, you uh-huh. can yes. suck uh-huh. it, David.
0: Do <laughs> <laughs> <Still> better. <laughs> there, was, there was unexpected do silence better, there. David, okay. Do better,
2: David. Do better. Human cut still the best. Still yes. The best. Real dicks. No, thanks, you guys. I love your show. I really do. I've been listening since you reached out, and I think it's great, and I've been telling people about it, and I hope that they will listen. I think it's super helpful to talk about it. I did a parenting show, a podcast recently, and I just hated what I did because- talking about my parenting anymore now is is coupled with talking about the divorce and it's hard yeah anyway and i was like oh no i want to talk about i want to talk to the divorced people (laughs) Yay, and and i and i want you to know that it has been a long long time like i said i had those two months in 2020 that were that was pure terror like we all many of us had Mm -hmm. um but other than that i i not a day goes by where I, i i'm just so Glad to be divorced, and I'm glad that I took this next chapter and that I Mm -hmm. worked on myself. And don't you just want to say that to everybody? There is hope. Everybody, everybody,
0: everybody.
2: And I did not think it was going to be. I really, really, really never thought I'd do this again. Get married. I could not imagine it. But then, as it all sort of like sifted out, everything I have learned, the
1: walls came down. Yep.
2: And and you learn what what you value, and then you find someone who, like you said, gives it to you without seeming gives key. it
1: to you
0: <laughs> too much effort <laughs> that's all you heard wasn't it gives it to you that's all
1: I heard but no yeah so that Girl. gives you <laughs> what you need in a, person, in a, in a partnership you know yes.
2: it's, it's so crazy I need to call Lance and you're not getting enough of the. Oh, oh my getting, god it. I'm, I'm getting I like okay alright <laughs> that's why I always
1: talk about it because it's damn good
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry sorry David Sorry, David, I'm trying to keep it down.
1: Stop
2: it. You know
0: you're <laughs> jealous. Yes,
2: I am. <laughs> yeah. No, I, for a while when I met you, I was like, I'm jealous of myself. But that was one funny thing. <laughs> Partly, probably because this sex room show started development while, I mean, whatever. In word. COVID. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, and I was like, I didn't, I mean, for all of the talking about sex I do on stage, I mean, Listen, the guy I dated before, Joe, that I did, like the only other guy I kind of dated for a little minute, I was very aware. I, I wrote jokes about him and I said, Do these jokes bother you? And he said, I don't think so. They're so, so far fine. You can tell these jokes. It doesn't hurt my feelings. And I remember in the moment going, Uh huh. Uh-huh, these jokes work. I'm a thousand percent kicking you to the curb. Before and thank you for not, thank you for your
1: permission, but it wasn't asking.
0: I don't yeah. think so means yeah, no. yes, they're going to hurt me like a son of a oh. bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm know. sorry well, well. for your insecurities.
2: <laughs> I told Joe. I told Joe one time. I was like, "Hey, babe, if there's any jokes about you that you don't want me to tell, I I won't tell." And he was like, "That's the nicest, weirdest thing anyone's ever said <laughs> to me." I won't or will talk about your penis, but it's okay. I'm in. But that's the <laughs> funny thing, I don't really talk about our sex life very much. And I do think it's partly because it was wrapped into this room, which I was on a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. Yep. So you for can- two years. So I really like I don't know sometimes how it's wrapped into it. Like people don't hear that much about our sex life. They just see that we're ridiculously happy and they kind of go, oh, Okay, you too. Oh, I know we go. say it all the time, like, aren't we so awesome? We're so
1: cute. It's great. Yeah. We're adorable. We're adorable Well, or we want to thank and don't forget about her books. Would yes. you like? Us? We, we would like to link those also. You. Oh, we're backwards, aren't we? No, you're nope. fine. Right. We Perfect. Can see
2: it. Beyond Mama Bear. It was Beyond Mama Bear. That's the one about parenting teenagers. That's and good then and funny. Teenagers and and suck. suck. And memory. And my, <laughs> and my website. My website is Beyond Mama Bear, spelled like that M A M. And we'll beyond put beyond that at the bottom
0: of the, awesome. bottom of the bottom um, of
2: the and um your, what was show the show that you were on. And uh, how to build a sex
1: room <laughs> Netflix, episode episode eight finale. I feel like you should start your shows like okay, so I'm famous. Yes. No autographs, are, um, You know, and then you know you tell guys, them.
2: I do. I just have the host now say she was on how to build a sex room, and people freak out. Depending on the audience. You no, know, no. A couple of weeks ago, I did two shows, sold out shows, at the Denver Improv, and the headliner. Awesome. I featured. I featured for this guy who is a TikTok star. Calm okay. Me right so his audience is exactly the audience of how to build a sex room perfect were backstage fangirling me like can i get a selfie to send to my boyfriend he's not gonna believe it i can't believe i'm meeting you and i was like oh golly gee that's not what i thought i wanted my first netflix credit to be but there you have it girl
1: that hey. is
2: absolutely
1: what you wanted to be, and we're going to so be seeing you manifesting on, that. You're
0: going to have your own Netflix special. You that's should.
2: Well, you're. Yeah. a ha- couple, couple a couple years from now, you're going to say, now, like, we "I'm speaking her. it we into existence." Her. Yes, that's yeah. what we're working on. So go like me on the Instagram, like all my stuff, and come see me do comedy because, of course, that's the dream right there. You said oh, we were going to have it. signs and, and um, shirts and be like, "Yes!" And it was so. Funny Are we going to be protesting? Are we going to be okay? Protesting? No. Okay. Signs and shirts. Whole face in the house. <laughs> <laughs> my, speech, my face on the front of the no, Absolutely, kept promising me this is going to be empowering it's an empowering story it's an empowering story and I was like my dick jokes though okay but that's how it seems to have come off oh head. it's I mean, so it's embarrassing oh, thank yeah. you so much for doing that critical, and critical. showing people that you
1: can be single and still have a sex room and Figure out what you want and don't awesome. want and, you know. And yeah. thank
0: you for putting your sex room outside your bedroom. I think it should be right. different. You know, the Isn't people that, that did nice? the ones in the bedroom. David just wants a dungeon. That's That was tough. Especially got little kids. Yeah. Why do you have your sex room in your I bedroom know. with little kids? That was
1: weird. That one, Yeah. That one, there they was did a couple twice, where just like, yeah. oh, the one with like all the people. Yeah. I was like, that's a lot of people to entertain.
0: <laughs> but my favorite <laughs> was, the, was the pee drain on the floor. Yeah, baby. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. yep, yep. 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 Oh, I know. I um, didn't get it. So, but, so friends that are listening, start with episode eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then go one, two, three, four, five, six,
2: seven. And then go backwards. <laughs> yeah. All- I really have heard from a lot of couples who've said like it, it was good for our marriage to, to, you know, it, like was a conversation starter for real about our sex life and uh, amazing. That's great. And obviously for single people, I mean, goals, you guys, I heard, I heard from a recent, no, a divorced woman. She's been divorced five years I'll tell her about this episode. And she she just finished raising her boy. So she's been single mom in her 50s divorce. Yeah. And now she can live her liberation. Mm-hmm. Shake tatas, ladies. I'm converting a, a room in my basement based on your shit. Damn. She's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Maybe I would like to introduce you to her, David. I'm just saying.
0: Actually, I do have someone.
2: Okay, good, good. Oh, yeah. And calls. she
0: she's the female call. Lance. Anybody that's
2: single she's, out there. She's the
0: female Lance with a hoo-ha and, and, and oh, boobs.
1: Oh, amazing. <laughs> Isn't it great that you can have, like, that other person that, you know, okay, like, I cannot wait to go see him. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. like, oh, we're almost done. But I love my podcast. But I get yeah, to see him. And, like, my life is happy. And, you know, just the things that I can talk to him about and, you know, open about. And we discuss. And, yes, I'm a squirrel. But
2: he loves it. He loves, <laughs> well, loves squirrels right and maybe this is maybe this is the final word i remember saying after i met joe I, re- I remember saying to my very very best friend i said i can't believe this is my life because it just he's so wonderful and things just seem to be going too well and she said i remember back in your darkest days when you used to say i can't believe this is my life like when i was still married and it wasn't good yeah the tone and she's changed, been yeah. there for this and oh and isn't that a wonderful two thing separate going, tones wow through, yeah. yes and as you're going through it anybody <sighs> out there like just remember that that yeah, it feels it feels so bad, but just keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. You don't know what you don't know what is on the other side for you. You can't envision don't it. Don't count anything out either. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It you, you can't see it because you don't know it exists, but it does and it's out there for you. Yeah. We sometimes you can
0: even find your man before you're divorced.
2: You too, David. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> All right. Lisa Lane <laughs> from, so from Denver, guys. Colorado.
1: Oh, my God. Take we care. love this. This um, is awesome.
0: This was Awesome! We were so all excited right. to do this. Uh, I reached out we to you. We were texting
1: like teenagers, going, "Oh my yeah. god, what like, yeah, you're excited! I'm excited! You're excited! I'm excited!" When and I first like, oh my oh my god, reached out
0: to you excited. on Instagram, you got back to me within seconds. I was like, "Ooh, what do I say I did. next?" Uh-huh. I
2: was uh-huh. like, "Nice! Oh I <laughs> can't wait to go like and find you on TikTok and all this cool stuff and like thing. we are I literally yeah." And I literally um needed a new podcast to listen to at the time. So when you said, I was like, awesome. So oh, wait, don't forget.
1: 47 is my favorite. 74 is his what favorite. What is that? Forgiveness? Oh, forgiveness and no fucks. No fucks. Oh, Giving no okay. fucks. Give no fucks.
2: Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I've been kind of jumping around him. Yeah. 47 to is like, You'll see, you'll see, and I will let you know. Obviously, when I'm doing comedy anywhere near you, I'll let you know.
3: And
1: oh, uh, sure. We will
2: drive to Denver yeah, too. Yeah, we'll come drive I mean, to Denver. I mean, we David's our budget is like
1: limo budget. Yeah. <laughs> our budget is like white limo budget. from like the '80s, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, sounds gross. Oh, we'll have to bring all of our our significant others and have like a triple yeah, yeah yes. dinner. Yeah. All right,
0: all right, everybody. That's Thanks right. for listening to episode 91, How to Build a Sex Room with Lisa Lane and 11. Laughter at the Horse. Everybody have a good night. Night-night.
1: Love you. Bye.
2: Bye.